0: Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Monday, April the 25th, and we come off another disappointing weekend of Phillies baseball. You know, just uh It continues. This team continues to disappoint six and 10 on the season. A just a bummer of a homestand this weekend, or you know, still home games coming up, but the weekend homestand coming back after you know, losing two of three to Colorado after losing three of four in Miami. You know, coming off that last game in Colorado, hoping that you know, the offense finally scored some runs. Maybe they're going to carry something over. And then on Friday night, they actually win a thriller, a, 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 an exciting one. Thriller might be a little strong, but a really nice comeback win from the Phils Well, obviously, dive in all the games and then just back-to-back, you know, lifeless, disappointing efforts. Yet again, especially on Saturday, they're winning, and then it just falls apart. And then yesterday, on Sunday night baseball, in front of the world... And you get a gem from Aaron Nola. An absolute gem. The best outing we've seen from Nola in a while. And you don't score a run? You want, lose one nothing, Because Nick Nelson is into a 0-0 game in the ninth inning? Really, Joe? Just a... Uh, A mind-meltingly stupid weekend from the Phillies. Just a disaster. I mean, and again, like, I am still of the mind that it is 16 games in the season and I'm not freaking out. I'm not panicking. I don't think the season's over or anything like that. But I'm also incredibly disappointed with what I'm watching. I'm not going to excuse what I'm seeing because it's early when these are winnable games that they should be winning. And we're going to go through every game and, and how the weekend played out, but... Look, I know it's been a theme so far this season, but this weekend, another example of why Joe Girardi has to go. I mean, it's not even worth waiting anymore. Like, let's do this thing. This team plays with zero life. Zero. Zip. And then last night, Angel Hernandez, we'll get to the whole game, but, I, you know, just doing Angel Hernandez things, being a, a just disastrous umpire. I mean, he is the. He should be the poster boy for robot umpire. The people who are trying to push robot umpires and make that happen, they should have Angel Hernandez's face as the the you know the image of the, the icon of their company. You know the the logo for their company. I mean, geez, this guy's so bad. He's horrible. And look, the Phillies lost because they lost. Angel Hernandez played a role, but they lost because they lost. Angel Hernandez was both on bad on both sides. Of the ball. He's just bad. But Kyle Schwerber gets ejected in the ninth. We're watching, loses his mind, and Joe Girardi like walks out of the dugout, and it looks like he just woke up from a nap. It looks like he just woke up from a nap. His player, his guy, new signing, important Philly, Kyle Schwarber, loses his mind, and again, we'll get to all the games, we'll dive into it, but but at the end of last night's game, that's where we got to start. Ninth inning. Called third strike, three two count. It's absolutely not a strike. Uh, you know, at one of many on the evening that Angel Hernandez decided were a strike, that were not a strike. But it was definitely not a strike. But you know, you could make the argument at a two strike count. Schrober has to swing at that. I, I could go either way on it. But it was a ball. You know, I think if we're going to be real, you know, it's a ball. But with Angel Hernandez behind the play, you could argue he has to swing. Regardless, he loses his mind, throws his bat on the ground, flips his helmet up. Like I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a one game suspension, even though he didn't touch him, which is good. Um, he lost his mind. It is one of the the uh, strongest responses we have seen from a Phillies player in a long time to anything but shows real anger and passion and fire. Gets tossed, obviously. I mean, he got tossed immediately as soon as he threw his bat on the ground like a psychopath. And Joe Girardi comes out of the dugout and... And again, it literally looks like he didn't even know what was happening. He's like coming out and be like, hey, what's happening? Oh, are you okay, Kyle? What happened? I I missed it, Kyle. I mean, that's what it felt like. It felt like he didn't even know what was happening in the moment. He came out with like nothing. Zero energy, zero emotion. Like, what are you doing there, Joe? Like, Girardi should come out like losing his freaking mind in that moment he should be ejected 10 times over he should have taken schwarber's maniac freak out and raised him 10 he should have been 10 times more crazy than schwarber stand up for your team fight for your guys this is a team that has zero life so far this season zero there's been nothing from this team Night after night, doesn't matter if they win a thriller, a walk-off, a comeback, whatever you want to call it. The next night, it's just right back to it. Right back to that Joe Girardi brand of baseball, uninterested. That's the Joe Girardi brand of baseball, uninterested. Eh. We done yet? I got a dinner reservation. Can we finish this up? That's Joe Girardi brand of baseball. I, I, was he even watching? Did he even know that his players got thrown out, or was he just coming out to check on the up and see how things were? I, I mean, what an embarrassment! What an embarrassment for a team that is about to fall to six and ten, that just lost, is about to lose two of three at home, especially a one nothing game on Sunday night baseball, where you were struck out by Eric Lauer thirteen times. Eric Lauer is not Randy Johnson. Just what an embarrassing performance. An embarrassing performance. Everyone on that team outside Aaron Nolan, I guess Juris Familia had a clean inning. They should all be embarrassed. Top to bottom. Every single person on that team should be embarrassed for what went down last night. And then for, for Schwarber, for that situation to happen, and for Joe Girardi to just, Come out looking like, hey, what's happening? What's going on, guy? Did I miss something? Oh, hey, Angel! Like that's what it was unbelievable. Honestly, I was, I thought it was, uh, it was, it was like a skit or something. It was like, oh, it's like a a bit. He's gonna pretend that uh, he's he's not angry because uh, it'd be funny. Ha ha ha! What was that? What was that? Just a a lifeless effort from Joe Girardi from his team. As a result. He's got to go. Honestly, we're getting there. You know, I, I understand that, you know, they're not going to fire me, I don't think. But the case you made many times, the fact that Dave Nabrowski did not hire him. He was already here. They did not give him a contract extension. Like, this is a, a clear indicator that they are not sold on Joe Girardi. And for this team to come out like this and, and be so lifeless and so um unfocused, unlocked in, I mean, you know... Who's that come back on at a certain point? At a certain point, and again, we are still 16 games of the season. It's still way early, so we're not freaking out about anything, right? You know, it's, it's too early. It is. It is. It is too early to freak out. I, I really do agree with that. But but it's not too early to look at things and say, well, especially when we come to Joe Girardi, because it's not just this season. This has been two and a half years of this or two plus years of this or whatever you want to call it. I mean, just of, of Joe Girardi baseball, of September collapses, of a team not looking totally focused, of a team not really being able to build any momentum, of a team not showing life consistently, especially on the road. Now at home, it looks like. It's just, you know, at a certain point, you make a change. You make a change, even if it's not Joe Girard's fault, and I think it is. But even if it weren't at a certain point, if they continue down this path and they're still four to six games under five hundred in a month, then they'll, they'll make a change just to make a change. But at a certain point, like, this season is about making the playoffs. John Middleton went over the tax. They brought in Schorber. They brought in Castellanos. There's an infrastructure here already. Like, nothing else is good enough. And if at a certain point, if this malaise continues, at a certain point, they're not going to have a choice but to do something to shake it up. So, I mean, if I'm Joe Girardi, I am going to... I am trying to maybe add... A little bit of a uh, little bit more fire to my to my squad trying to get things going cause man, it is um uninspired baseball, an uninspired team so far. Let's go back through the weekend and then we'll get back to kind of all the overarching stuff. Um, Friday we come in. good news prior to the game, Alec Boehm finally will be the starting third baseman in every single game. Bohm didn't have a great weekend or anything big hit on Friday though. Um, but you know, nice to see him in the role, give him a chance, the badass to be in the lineup. They're not hitting like, you know, keep him in the lineup. He's made the routine play so far, looking pretty good so far. So that, that was good news. But Friday was actually a thrilling game. You know, Friday was super exciting and, and a cause for hope. You know, it was a pitcher's duel for a while. The Phillies go up in the first one, nothing a Harper RBI double, um, then they go down, uh, tie game in the third, and it's a tie for a while. And then in the seventh, the Brewers add one down two to one into the eighth, concerned, frustrated. And then the eighth inning comes, and the Phillies find a way. Alec Bohm, a big two RBI single with the bases jack. scores two runs. Then Camargo would add another RBI single that inning. Four to two, Knable comes in. Knable's nasty. You want to talk about one thing that's gone right so far this season? That dude is awesome. He is so good. He came in and shut it down. The Phillies get a, a, a awesome win, an awesome win. You know, two hits from Segura, two from Harper, two from Castellanos, two from Elmuto. Manufactured some runs, found a way to score, got it done. Made some plays. Ranger Suarez, four and two thirds, four hits, three walks, one earned run, four strikeouts. It wasn't great, but he got out of some jams. Ranger loaded the bases in the first with no outs. Gets out of it. You know, he he pitched well enough. You know, they got there and they end up winning the game. And it's two in a row and you're at home. And man, to to lose the next two is just so massively, massively, massively disappointing that this team would lose the next two after that. But that is sadly what happened. (laughs) You know, it's just... So incredibly frustrating. Saturday's loss. They lose 5-3. to three, A really frustrating one as they were cruising along. They get up early in the first. And Nick Castellanos deep double to right. Scores Harper. 1-0 early. Then they add more in the third. A Gene Segura. RBI single. And a Castellanos sack fly makes it 3 to nothing. Cruising along. Wheeler's looking really good. And then all of a sudden, the fifth inning comes along. And Wheeler falls apart, sadly. Gives up four in the fifth final line, five innings, four earned, seven hits, no walks, five strikeouts, you know. Was the velocity look good early? Kind of petered out a little bit late. Just, just you know, didn't get it done, but it wasn't a, it wasn't all bad. You know, I think you feel better than after Wheeler's outing prior to that. You know, the velocity stayed up a little more and, again, just ran to trouble. I think Girardi left him out there a little too long. Um... But ultimately, the more frustrating thing, they had another uh, run for a homer in the sixth to make it 5-3, but the more frustrating thing is the Phillies just don't score again. Phillies' bats go ice cold, only seven hits in the game, seven, as they just get completely shut down by the Brewers again, just completely, no life, no offense. This is a team that's supposed to win with offense, right? That's what this team was constructed to be, constructed to do. They're supposed to score runs, lots of them, right? Right? That's what this team's supposed to do. They're supposed to go out and score runs. Well, guess what? It ain't happening right now. And as we saw on Sunday, they lose one to nothing. And this was the most frustrating of the three, um, I guess, you know, of the two losses, whatever you want to call it, as uh, just nothing. They just get nothing going. Bad at bats. Eric Lauer, again, they made Eric Lauer look like a superstar on national television. Eric Lauer, six innings, five hits, one walk, 13. 13 strikeouts, 13, 13 strikeouts. (sighs) Nola was brilliant. Really, truly the, the, if you're looking for, you know, this is not a weekend of, 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 of hope, so to speak. This is not a weekend you come out of and say, I feel good about that or thank goodness for this or whatever. You know, there's, there's not a ton of that to go around this weekend. It's not one where you feel super awesome with everything you saw. Um, but Nola is, is a uh, is a sign of hope. Aaron Nola, seven shutout, one hit, one walk, nine strikeouts. Really was masterful. Masterful. I wouldn't have pulled him. 89 pitches, look, you know, I understand I'm not going to kill Girardi for pulling Nola uh, if pitchers have not been going much past 89 pitches across the board in Major League Baseball this year, and we know Girardi's careful and all that. But even just, you know seven brilliant innings before he goes out in the eighth and screws it up. Like, let him get that that positive outing. So, um, I don't hate it. I didn't love it in the moment. It felt like Nola had more to give, but whatever. Familiar pitches a clean eighth. Um, and then Knable comes in in the ninth. And uh, and J- Knable's been great. You know, Knable's been great. He has been great. He really has. Um, but ultimately, uh, you know, gave up a run. And it happens. But... um, um that was it. You know, couldn't get the job done. And canable has been so good. And, and I killed Kniebel, but the bigger thing is that the Phillies didn't score any runs. Had a massive opportunity in the fifth, first, and second. No outs. Unable to convert. Can't get a run there. And that was really it. Otherwise, only five hits in the game. Just unable to get anything going. Just a, an incredibly frustrating loss. And like I said, I think the real story from the game, Angel Hernandez. I mean, Angel Hernandez is awful. Uh, you know. It's one of those things where, you know, look, we know, you know, we get it, right? When you're watching a a game, whether it's baseball or other sports or whatever, right? You know, you're watching your team. You're going to get frustrated when calls are not going your way, and there'll be complaints on social media and all that. Um, Whenever Angel Hernandez is doing his thing, it's not just Phillies fans. It's not just Brewers fans. It's all of baseball Twitter. It's everyone who follows, especially in a national game. It was like... It was like all the Yankees fans and Rays fans and and Orioles fans and A's fans and this. everyone last night was was saying, "Wow, Angel Hernandez is on one tonight. Angel really be an angel tonight." He was horrible. I mean, robot umps. Seriously, I've been I've been a a I wouldn't say a staunch uh uh, ant, uh opponent of uh, of robot umps, but I've definitely been an opponent of robot umps. You know, I just I haven't been ready to make that move you know there's something about the human error the the fun of it the call of it the in the moment of it and all that but i mean you watch games like last night and it makes you say you know what this is stupid this is dumb just get it right just get the robot umps in there and and just get it right (laughs) you know enough of this enough of this enough of being incredibly frustrated watching a baseball game just because the ump is horrible like it's stupid. <laughs> and Angel Hernandez was stupid last night. I mean, just a disastrous game from Hernandez. Really on both sides of, of the ball in terms of for the Brewers and the Phillies. So it went both ways, but obviously in the ninth, Schwarber, not a strike, loses his mind, and then we get back to the Girardi thing. You know, it was just um again, I I struggled to um to believe that there was that little juice from Girardi in that moment. I really do, especially like let's take out the uh, the horrendous call of it, right? Let's take out the fact that you've just spent a baseball game watching Angel Hernandez make bad calls. Let's let's put that to the side. Cause that in and of itself, you would think when you see your guy, Kyle Schwarber, losing his mind out there, that in and of itself, just after watching a game with Angel Hernandez making bad calls against your team the entire game. And your guy, Schwarber, losing his mind. Your guy, Schwarber, losing his mind. That alone is enough for you to lose your mind. But then you take into account the Hernandez part of it. It's like, yep, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to go out and I'm going to get tossed too. Because that's what a manager should do in this situation. And he doesn't. But then when you take into account the way this team has played. And the fact that they're about to lose two or three at home. The fact they're about to score zero runs on Sunday Night Baseball. The fact that the entire weekend, the entire weekend of games against the Brewers, your team scored a total of seven runs. Seven runs. And they only scored eight. Oh, you need to a few more runs to win games this weekend. They outscored you eight to seven this weekend. And you lost two games. You would think all that in that moment for Joe Girardi, processing all that, processing the road trip, processing the way this team has looked, that he would want to lose his mind in that situation. Like, I don't understand how he doesn't lose his mind on Angel Hernandez in that moment if for nothing else, then for everything else he should be losing his mind about. This team is not responding to you, man. They are not playing for you. This is a lifeless team and Joe Girardi, you've been around way too many baseball teams in your time to not know it, to not feel that this team is lost right now and that they are not responding to whatever it is that you're doing. It ain't working, pal. So how is this not just a unbelievable opportunity for you to A, have your dudes back. Have Schwerber's back after Schwerber, again, just completely and totally loses his mind out there and just puts his whole emotions out there for everyone to see and say, I'm doing it for me, for the teammates, for the for everyone who, you know, dealt with this all game. And then you go out and you don't, like, match it? How do you not match it? And even if you can't ratchet yourself up to the Schwerber level because, yeah, my dude's a little emotional, how do you not try? How do you go out there like a corpse without a pulse? It felt like Girardi had no pulse out there. It felt like there was not a flicker of emotion from this guy in that moment when it should literally be all emotion. He should be overflowing with emotion in that moment. And he just came out like a a statue, man. I don't know. I, I just, watching Girardi, watching the way he acts with this team, watching the the vibe that he gives off, and, and the way this team plays for him and has played for him, it's like, you know, I, I've said it before, I'll say it again, I'm not concerned because it's 16 games, but if you have to pick one thing I'm most concerned about, it's Joe Girardi. I think he's a bad manager. I think he's hurting this team, both in-game decision-wise and maybe more importantly culture-wise, because this team has no culture, no life. No fire, no chutzpah, no toughness, no ability to respond to adversity, no ability to build on anything and go out and turn something into a a, a, a rallying cry. Like, there's none of that with this team. Consistently, zero for two plus years with this guy. It's getting there, man. Like, if they keep playing this this brand of baseball, this ugly, uninspired, lackluster brand of baseball he's on the hot seat you know and and who knows how long it lasts but you know i i don't i don't think they wait too long like if it's still this brand of baseball a month from now i think we're having real discussions about it as they should as they should they should be having real discussions about it it's where we're at it's a shame for joe but it's where we're at all right. Uh, I want to look ahead to the week of baseball coming up for the Phil's. Uh, quickly, shout out to Mickey Cabrera. Um, 3,000 hits over the weekend, now at 3,002. Got his 3,000th over the weekend. One of three players in the history of baseball with 3,000 hits, 500 home runs, and a career average over 300. And him, Willie Mays, and Karen. It's a pretty elite list to be a part of. Um, Really, truly amazing. Three ten career hitter. I didn't realize it was quite that high for Miggy. Shout out to Miggy. What an awesome player to watch. I remember watching him as a nineteen-year-old batting cleanup in the World Series for the Marlins against the Yankees. Those Josh Baggett teams that Dave Dombrowski. uh, He was really ninety-seven, but you know, draft a lot of those guys. Marlins played a role in that. Um, Obviously, Dave Dombrowski, big connection to Miggy. Brought him to Detroit after that too. just one of the best hitters of our lifetime without a doubt obviously the numbers say it clearly but also you know it was clear watching him you know one of the purest best hitters I've ever seen the power was easy the stroke was easy you know how to put it where he needed to put it just um I've always been a big Miguel Cabrera fan um I've always appreciated the way he went about his business came through in big spots all that stuff and um nice to see him get there and look um I think Jeff Passon said this but he's right you know might be a while before we see someone else get to three thousand, so enjoy it, and he's not wrong. We know the way baseball is trended, right walks and, and all that stuff, like three thousand hits is 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 gonna be a lot more rare than it used to it already is, and um you know it's a special one to see him get there with those numbers. so shout out to Mickey all right, looking ahead, big week of baseballs uh four at home, and then they go to New York for three against the first place Mets Mets eleven and five playing really good baseball. Um, so it was a big week for the Phillies. Four at home against the Rockies, then three in New York before an off day next Monday. So you'd see nice another off day. They've only had one tonight. Kyle Gibson against Kyle Freeland. The Kyle's matchup again. Freeland um, pretty good against them in Colorado. So um, that should be uh, an interesting game. Eflin versus Marquez tomorrow. Suarez on. Wednesday, and then Zach Wheeler, the day game Thursday, and then two New York against the Mets for the weekend. So massive week. They need to turn around quick, man. They need to get something going. Girardi needs to find a way to infuse some life in this team because it's going to get ugly if he doesn't. Um, So big one tonight. Back at it at home. Really need to bounce back after last night. We'll see how it goes. Either way, we'll be back to talk about it tomorrow. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network.